0: Bidzy Small Business Society, number 79. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzi.com and grow your business. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at Bidzy.com. Email rob at Bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bids.com. Hello everyone and thank you for listening to this episode of Bidzy's Small Business Society. Today, I am joined by Joshua Turner. Josh is the founder of Essential Bracelet, which is a Saskatoon-based company that sells essential oil diffusing bracelets. He's worked as a flight attendant, he's sold real estate, he's created marketing departments for large commercial land developers, and he's even pitched on Dragon's Den, which, for my American listeners, is the Canadian version of Shark Tank. Josh launched Essential Bracelet on Christmas Day of 2013 and has never looked back. Welcome, Josh. So excited to hear more of your story, man. But first, can you tell us more about yourself and what project you're working on today?
1: Yeah, perfect. Thanks so much for having me, first of all. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about the Essential Bracelet. It was an invention that I came up with uh, a couple of years ago now, and it's uh, the newest and most stylish way to diffuse your essential oils on the go. So uh, before the essential bracelet, there's been a couple different essential oil diffusing jewelry uh, options that have been out there. What we've done is we've kind of meshed the Fitbit, the support bracelet, and everything together to make a nice silicone, easy-to-use essential oil diffusing bracelet.
0: So why do we want this stuff? What, what are the benefits of having essential oil diffusing bracelets, or jewelry for that matter?
1: Well, there's just, there's thousands of different oils out there and thousands of different... Um, I won't use the word remedies for our FDA listeners but uh, just things that it can help with help support with so something is just as simple as a headache using peppermint helps invigorate helps helps with headaches migraines focus so having that on hand all the time is is really important especially for people who suffer from from migraines uh, and that we can get into things like seasonal allergies uh, right down to uh, as you know here in Saskatchewan we're having the problems with ticks uh, we keep this tick spray on us we keep it in our bracelet we keep it in our our pet, uh, our pet diffuser, and we keep it all on our uh, uh, on our boots when we go out for hikes and stuff like that. So just simple things like that that essential oils can be used for an all natural an all natural remedy.
0: Awesome, Josh. You've had good success with essential bracelets. I understand, and we want to talk about that a little bit more in just a second. But first, let's go back. How did you get your start into entrepreneurship?
1: I think you know you look back at it now and. Before I even knew what an entrepreneur was, I, I remember working at my dad's uh, beef farm. And while we were working, I was always thinking about pulling this stuff aside and uh, scavenging these different parts and being able to sell them or uh, setting up a, a honey stand on the corner there when people drove by. So before I even knew what it was, it didn't make any sense to me. It was just, it was just kind of fun uh, in class selling like colored pieces of paper to kids uh, for like 10 cents or something for or, or a glass of Vico. Uh,
0: <laughs> Vico <laughs> you <know> is <laughs> something we only know in Saskatchewan, right?
1: <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, so from there it, it kept going on. It, it remained a little bit dormant. I went into marketing, always loved to do that. I really liked the idea of the psychology behind marketing and everything that goes along with it. And uh, th- then I started on with the airline and it kind of got put on the back burner. I was 21 years old, traveling around to all these uh, hot destinations, Cubas, Dominican Republics, and having the time of my life. Then, uh, then we jumped right into, you know, like we spoke about there over breakfast with the uh, with the Dragons Den, and that just fired everything back up for me, and and kickstarted me into being the entrepreneur and, and understanding what it means to be an entrepreneur, which is just basically doing anything like that. You can do absolutely anything you want, whether that's business or or podcasts or whatever that looks like to you, that's that's being an entrepreneur. So that's what sparked it again.
0: Sure. Let's talk about some of those experiences. I want to talk about your appearances on Dragon's Den specifically. So how have those experiences helped you in business? It
1: it just taught me that there's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, I think everybody always has got a different plan they always oh well I'll do this when I get my website up or oh, I'll do this when I get the product launch or I'll do this when I get my patent and you could go on all day and there's a point where you just got to grab it and you just got to go I mean um, that's what Dragons then taught me I literally had no time to get ready I had no company I showed up there with a Ziploc bag full of pee pads and we'll get into why <laughs> <laughs> which might not make a whole lot of sense but I literally showed up with with the Ziploc bag full of pee pads and I went on there I got pretty roasted. It wasn't, uh, wasn't the highlight of my pitching career. But I learned as soon as I left, I, I, just, I remember walking out. And I, was, I wasn't sad. I wasn't mad. It, I was just stoked that I, I got there and I did that. I stood in front of Kevin O'Leary. And, uh, you know, I made him interact with my product with absolutely nothing there. And I almost walked out with a deal. So from that point on, it just taught me that there's just no fear. Don't be afraid of anything.
0: Absolutely, yeah, taking on uh, Mr. Wonderful himself. (laughs) So talk more about that. You said you had nothing there. So talk about that experience a little more, Josh.
1: Yeah, so I basically showed up, and just a quick run-through of what I had was uh, I I came up with these urinal pads that had a thermochromatic ink, which is a heat-sensitive changing ink. So essentially, as you stood in front of the urinal, you know, those blue pads, you would pee on them, it would change the color of the ink, revealing an advertisement. So, you know, you, you, have, a, you have a full beer as you pee on the beer, it disappears and said, <laughs> thanks for recycling, grab yourselves another, another one. So, you know, stuff like that. But at the time when they called me, I, I literally had no time to get ready. I, I called the manufacturer who who did some of this ink printing. I said, can you just send me whatever you had? And they just sent it to me in a transparent thing. I got some decals that I put down. I cut around them, glued them the best I could to these pee pads, <laughs> and I took a flight to Toronto. Uh, so as I showed up at the CBC at the CBC studios, I'm literally standing there, like I said, with a, a giant zipper lock uh, freezer bag of, of P pads standing there like a, a deer in the headlights while everybody else is running around, you know, in their suits and running around and all dressed up and, you know, practicing their pitches and vocalizing. They've got all these beautiful setups that they put just hundreds of thousands of dollars in. And I just thought, man, am I just, I'm going to, they gave me a whole table and I didn't even know what to do with it. <laughs> I just stood there.
0: <laughs> Have you used that experience uh, to sort of further your essential bracelet brand?
1: Oh, uh, everything that I learned from that experience has has been going on into this. Like for me, it was I was able to learn what there's what's that saying? They say that if you don't regret your first launch of your product, then you launch too late. (laughs) So I honestly feel that way. I I came up with the idea right away, found the manufacturer right away, got them in. Well, in the meantime, everyone's still wondering like, what? oh, you should figure out your packaging. You should figure this in. No time, no time to figure any of that stuff out. We oh, you should do a market study. You should do, no, no time. So I literally had everything sent in and, and we just, we worked at it. We, the stuff we started with wasn't great. We had a few meltdowns with the, with the substrate of the um, uh, the diffuser products, like the clay that we use. We went through about four different batches of clay. We've had ones that are totally disintegrated for customers that after I've sent out a hundred of them. Like you, it's just problems that you deal with every day, but you just keep going. You just keep making it happen.
0: It sounds like uh, the experience on dragons then and it's just innately built into you, Josh. You just have that fearless approach to your business. is that right? well
1: that's that's from that experience, but i didn't I didn't realize it before that everybody has it that was just what what worked for me and whether it's you know going to speak at a dale carnegie thing or learning how to learning how to speak in front of people or uh, going to a B&I thing or even just going out for breakfast like we did and just the little small wins that you can do to help teach you that there's nothing to be afraid of and that um you should just just go after it just keep putting one foot in front of the other and and just keep going don't Second-guess yourself every step you take.
0: Absolutely, Josh. I just want to clarify for our listeners. Uh, Josh and I met very recently, within the last week, uh, before we're actually recording this, over breakfast through a mutual friend. Four of us got together and we just talked about our businesses and made some connections, exchanged some business cards, and here we are today having this conversation, Josh. It's great. And,
1: and that's the stuff you need to do. Is you need if you're not doing something even small, like getting out know, for having great breakfast with great people and learning something new, uh, then you need to be moving forward and doing that with your business all the time
0: love it man now i don't talk to very many people who are involved with an actual product now many of uh many of them are coaches or speakers and they may only sell services which uh from my own experiences comes with a certain set of challenges now for you with your consumer goods business can you tell us what sorts of specific challenges you faced or continue to face on the road to success
1: Oh geez, there's there's just so many of them. I look at you guys, and I go, <laughs> I go back, and I see, and I see, and we were. I was chatting with Ryan about that too, about uh, you know, he was looking for a product, and I just, I, I love how you guys have a digital, a digital product that's <laughs> it's tangible in a way, but it's not. Uh, some of the stuff that we've come up with, I mean, it goes as far back as everything to do with packaging, right? You got to have the packaging that works. The biggest biggest problem that I've had especially being in Canada is shipping, shipping still to this day. Uh, I've been doing this for a year and a half now with our business, sending out, you know, thousands and thousands of orders. And even still today I had a major meltdown and <laughs> it took me all day to get this shipping thing fixed. It just, every day, there's another problem that comes up, which is great. Cause that's why we do it as entrepreneurs. But, uh, so packaging is a really big one that comes up for your consumer products. You've got to get your packaging, right so that it, it sells to people, but it's also got to ship. you got to make sure that it ships right. Uh, you got to make sure that it fits in retail, stuff like that.
0: So in shipping, do you mean uh, costs? Is that a huge one for you?
1: Uh, costs, cost, yes. Cost is a really big one, but at the time, even when we started to ship, it was just a matter of how to get it out. So when we first, the way we first started sending it, is uh, the first packaging that I had I got it in these tubes. So I got it. It was all well and good. I had a couple thousand and I went to go send it out. Well, it was too big to fit through the slot. So now every one of my packages was going to cost me $13 to send.
0: Yeah, brutal. So,
1: Yeah, so stuff like that. So quickly, quickly we had to go back. And I literally remember pulling all these out of these, these little plastic things that I'd already done, putting them back and repackaging thousands of them, just so that we could send them through the Canada Post through the mail service. And we could make them really thin. And we could ship them off. Well, that took our cost from 13 bucks to $3. Now, we, we did that for a really long time until we realized, well, it's they're not tracked. They're taking 20-plus days, like business days, to get from Canada to sometimes in the States. That and doesn't for, work, right? No, not for U.S. Like here in Canada, I think we're used to shipping challenges. Just It's just we're, we're such a big uh, geographical country that we're so used to. Our, our system is slow. We realize it. You know, if something's coming from online and it's 30 days, we don't even we just accept it. But in the U.S., that's not the way it works. It's like, why isn't this here for four day, in four days? Why can't I track it and what's going on? So every day I would be dealing with, probably 85% of my job was dealing with email saying, no, it's on its way. I have no way of tracking it, but I'm sure I'm very confident in our Canadian system. <laughs> it, and it always did. It always showed up, but uh, it was just ongoing. So then we, we had to find a way to switch to track packing and quick and a lot faster. So we've just recently done that and signed some deals, but I went through, you know, every UPS, DHL, Canada post USPS. I went through every single one of them trying to find the right fit and the right deal. And like I said, man, we're still working on it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's a never ending battle. And for our listeners, if you're in consumer goods, take this stuff to heart. This is some great actionable content that you're getting. You get a free coaching lesson here with uh, Josh Turner. Now, Talk more about your brand. Talk more about your packaging. Help our listeners understand how many times you had to maybe rework your logo or rework your design or rework the packaging to, say, fit in retail.
1: Well, we're still working on that on retail. Uh, it's something as simple as the glue on the back of the, on the, back of the packaging, there was, there's no way for you to know this, folks. It's literally going to be trial and error. So if you sit back and you try to think about all of this stuff, You will drive yourself crazy and you will never have a product that actually launches. So it was something as simple as finding clear, transparent dots, um, little sticker dots from Uline. Ordered a couple thousand of them and we sat there for an entire night and just put little sticky dots on the back of our bracelets. Like it's just it's stuff like that that you're going to get into every day. And if you overthink that, if you think that ahead, that'll that'll shut you right down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, like I think what you're saying is you just don't want to take in the the entire picture all at once. You're going to overwhelm yourself and, you know, you just are not going to know where to start, right? So you've got all of these small tasks to take care of. Take care of all the stuff. You're on a journey. You need to piece exactly. this together slowly, right? Yeah, and,
1: and this might not be the best advice maybe for some business coaches and stuff <laughs> listening to this and they're thinking, oh, God, this guy doesn't do any market research. I'm surprised <laughs> he hasn't fallen on his face, but I think I'm just, I'm too fast. I, I think I'm too fast to uh, to fall, so.
0: <laughs> too fast and too fearless. Now, your business, Essential Bracelet, is booming, Josh. What is the best part of all of this? Why is it so great to be an entrepreneur?
1: I think it's just bringing something new to the, the industry that's never existed being into an industry. And now we're literally one of the leaders of essential oil accessories. And I'm not going to lie to anybody. You could ask me this to my face two years ago. I didn't even know what an essential oil was. We (laughs) were, we were, we were literally sitting there and I was listening to my mom and my sister and my girlfriend who were all involved in this. And they're very involved in essential oils, two different companies. And, uh, They're going on about it and I just sat there thinking like, these ladies are just so into this oil stuff. If you could just create a product around their needs and then that was the first part of the thought and then they, they started talking about what their needs were and I started listening to that and it turned out that it was a bracelet or a way to take your essential oils with you on the go all the time that was just easy to throw on, easy to use, could be used with kids, with pets, anything like that and it just literally a light bulb came on and, and I knew what I needed to do. So it's just to be able to take it from that little embryo and bring it into this. It's just what, it's such a good journey, man. It feels so good.
0: Yeah. What a great thing just to see your baby grow like that. Now I know that, uh, Josh, you're big on Facebook. You have quite a large following there, but what other platforms are you using to expand and engage with your, your audience and your customer base?
1: We we do a lot of Instagram as well. Uh, I think we sh- we try to share as much stuff within within the industry. We're not just sharing our products and you know what our product is. We like to tell a little bit more about what it does and then ways to use your essential oils with it. So whether that's creating a blend, something that would be great for uh, fleas and ticks, or something that would be great for helping you be uh, an energy boosting after a workout or or help you you know find a little bit more zen at work that's kind of a little bit more what we've been working at And I think why we found a lot of success on Facebook is that we're not trying to sell the product it's a little bit more we're helping people use the product and even if they don't use our product they're able to use the information that we give to them
0: so you're posting articles on Facebook what other ways would they come across this information
1: yeah, a lot on Facebook, a lot, a lot on our website as well, uh, Instagram, and then we always flirt with with all the other stuff. Pinterest, actually, I've got a pretty good board on Pinterest that you can go on there and you can find every single blend that I've ever made up. We get some nice graphics done. I take the time and, and research them to see how they uh, interact with each other and people can go on there and take those. Those graphics and just use them, share them with their downlines or with their group, and and uh, yeah. So Pinterest has been another big one for us as well.
0: Awesome. Now, Josh, I want to talk about this. Why is it so important to have a coach or a mentor in business or in life in general?
1: Well, I read this today, actually, even as well as that you want to become the sum of the five most people that you hang around, and you know you've heard that saying as well. Absolutely, Jim Rome, baby. Yep. It doesn't mean that you need that you need to be physically with those people all the time, that can be a mentor, right? So if you're, if you're reading these people, it's kind of like you're, you're hanging out with them, right? You're, you're spending a little bit more time and you're reading them, you're following them, you're getting their content and you're starting to become the people that, that they are just by surrounding yourself in that group, learning real life things and also becoming the sum of the people that you are surrounding yourself around. I think that's important of a mentor.
0: Give us two or three people that you're following every day or two or three people that are highly influential, uh, you know, in your, in your business life.
1: Uh, smart passive income. Pat Flynn is basically the guy who, when I first heard Pat on a podcast, that's what made me realize that this is what I want to do was e-commerce. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but what type of entrepreneur? I tried all these other things. E-commerce was, was my answer and learning, learning that from, from Pat Flynn um i think yeah he's he's just his podcast is awesome and he's got some real actionable things and really inspiring things so if anyone's looking for a good podcast and then my boy Gary V i mean <laughs> i i I watch that guy and it just it jacks me up. Anything that I've got to do, I just before I did this podcast, I threw in a little Gary V. Uh, <laughs> channel, channel your inner Gary. Um, he's he's such a good guy and he just tells it the way it is. And he truly has a DNA for hustle. And I just I love seeing it. He gives me goosebumps when he talks, man, for sure. You no, know, but he tells it straight. I mean, he you know all these people sitting around and asking him these these questions that they already know the answer to. It's almost like they just want to hear it. It's another. Evolution that they feel like they're working to his product, and he just cuts them straight and says, that "That's that's not even a question. Like go do go do this. Stop asking me questions. Go do this. Whether no matter what it is, and he gives you um, real actionable things that even me as an entrepreneur don't think about. And then I, I watched one of his podcasts the other day. It was about uh, garage sailing. <laughs>
0: oh yeah you know what i think i read a blog post on this too starting a side hustle by garage sailing is that man
1: i'm i'm not even lying i i went out that day and i went to go to the i I went to the garbage and this guy was coming out and he was going to drop off a microwave and i said does that work and he's like yeah yeah we're moving but he was just gonna throw it out i literally grabbed the microwave because i thought of gary v from watching that and i I made 40 bucks (laughs) (laughs) i have no word of a lie like right after that day and uh yeah, I mean, it's just, just listening to that. It just, it, when as soon as I saw that guy walking with his, with his microwave to the garbage, I thought, well, oh, make, make a little bit 40 bucks.
0: Gary V, just inspiring us to uh, pick up trash, you know? You know <laughs> it, you know, making the
1: world a better place.
0: For sure. Josh, I want to ask you a few questions now so that our listeners can learn more about your personal interests. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What type of car do you drive?
1: Uh, 2013 Dodge Journey.
0: Do you have a favorite vacation spot?
1: Yeah, Cuba. Do
0: you have a favorite food?
1: Oh, man. I like tacos. Like Mexican, real authentic, down in Mexico, real good tacos. Taco de pastor. Yeah, that's the best.
0: Do you have a favorite book?
1: <laughs> I don't read a whole lot. I listen to podcasts. <laughs>
0: All right, man. Well, let's. Uh, we talked about a couple of them already, but is there anything else you could give to our listeners as a resource that they really need to crack into in the podcast space?
1: Oh, smart passive income. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that entrepreneur on fire, which we spoke about, that's another really great one. Uh, Cardone, that guy, man. If you if you're not if you're not awake on a Monday, just th- throw in a little bit of Grant in the morning, and that'll get you fired up to go make some money. Any any which way you can, he'll uh, he'll fire you up. So, so, some of those, I think it should be a little bit specific. There's podcasts on everything, and I love that the podcast industry is doing it so niche now, right? That it in order you and they tell you about that when you're trying to do a podcast that you want to be niche. You don't want it to be you know a just about football you want it to be about a particular team in football so I like now that anything that you're looking for at all you can just go on and do a little bit of search and you can pull up a podcast I've pulled up podcasts on like um, geocaching on uh, metal detecting on you know I just became a a Freemason so on on Freemasonry just tons of stuff on that
0: you're starting your own podcast aren't you as well Josh like you're gonna niche down into the essential oil space aren't you
1: hundred percent, yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to be working. It's going to be giving the entrepreneur side of the essential oil business because there's a lot to know and a lot of people out there that have taken on a home-based business with within the essential oils. And a home-based business can be great, but it's also very limiting in some ways that you're not interacting with people. You're, you're You kind of get caught in a lot more ruts than you do in a lot of other businesses so uh, this is a way and there's there is some saturation out there so this is going to be a way to teach people how to get out past that saturation what you're going to need to do to to find your niche within the essential oil business and then we're going to do some some fun tips on it Uh, we're going to help people with products just show people how to make some money at it
0: love it man we're going to follow up for sure and have you back and we'll talk about that podcast some more now josh do you love to win or hate to lose and why
1: I hate to lose. Yeah, winning, I don't even think of it. I'm probably the most humble winner. I, I'll just kind of walk away, and I know my successes. I, I, one of my downfalls is that I don't celebrate my successes as much as I should, but I hate to lose, man. It just it gets in my, in my gut, and I'll, I, I'll, I'll learn and I'll grow from it, but that feeling until I do is, uh, is a harsh one.
0: <laughs> now bring us some actionable stuff here, actionable content. Josh, what are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day?
1: What's that? Wind down. I've heard of such things. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, you know what my stuff is? This might sound kind of weird, but I literally, I, I like to go look at all the reports and my analytics for the day. I, I know this might sound weird, but I like to go look at, you know, the sales that we made, um, what, what that number's at, how it compares to other stuff. That's kind of like the last thing I do in my day, is I'll look at all that stuff. I'll look at my Facebook account manager for, 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 uh, for my ads and see where they're sitting at. Uh, that's, yeah, I think it's become more of a, a habit than anything, but that's my, my wind down technique.
0: Now, Josh, let's boil this thing down. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about just going for it like you did and succeeding as an entrepreneur?
1: I don't know if there's just one thing there's, there's definitely a few things. I think, uh, finding that confidence in yourself and not listening to others, it's really, really, really hard because at first you kind of, you look up to certain people and, and you want their, uh, their verification that you're on the right path, that you want them to say, you know, great job. Oh, this is, this is what you should be doing. Yeah, yeah, go for it. And then the, the more successful you become, then you start developing haters. And the hardest thing is understanding that at the time when you're making that transition over from just getting started to where you're starting to become successful in understanding that these are actual haters, you just think that people are trying to tell you the truth. You think, well, this is, this is my friend or this is my family or this person is trying to get behind me and, and, and they're trying to protect me because they don't want me to get hurt. Well, they are in a way, but that doesn't mean that you, that you should listen to them. What you should do if you have any doubts is reach out to somebody like, heck, give me a call. Honestly, I'll tell you straight up if your ideas, you know, if I think your ideas are good, good to go or I'll tell you straight up, you don't have to listen to your to your Aunt Debbie or whatever it is, because those are the hardest ones to hear it from. Um, So, yeah, I think it's finding that point where you just you can't listen to the naysayers or the haters and you literally just got to keep going. The other part. That, like huge, huge, huge advice that helped me is stop looking at the big picture, man. Like just put one foot in front of the or, in front of the other each day. Each day, do one actionable thing that's going to help your business. Whether that's making a phone call to somebody, whether that's you know writing out your your processes and procedures for social media. Whatever that is, just do that one actionable step and stop looking at the whole thing like, i got to get my patent to get my website to get my product to get the designer to get an engineer. You'll never ever you'll burn yourself out before you even start especially with if you don't have the money backing you like I did mine on shoestring doesn't even describe the budget that I did this on Uh, and if I would have done all that stuff at once if I would have incorporated and if I would have done all that stuff at once I never would have made it happen 500 bucks here 500 bucks there you fall down you get up and you just keep going
0: Love it, man. Just more on the haters, more on the naysayers. Look, Josh, the best revenge is massive success, right? Oh, it feels good, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) What does the future look like for you and Essential Bracelet?
1: We're really growing this thing into uh, bringing on a lot more accessories for essential oil users. So not just are we going to have the bracelets, that's going to be part of it. But we started noticing from trade shows that when we'd go there and we'd bring a couple other things that we were just increasing our revenue a lot more. Like, So if you break that down into your digital marketing, that that would be your shopping cart. You're adding You're adding more dollars into your shopping cart by having more things. So we're doing a lot more stuff like that. And we're starting to set up some pretty cool programs, which is going to go hand in hand with the podcast for essential oil users, where we're going to allow them to make real money. Because a lot of these essential oil users, uh, it's it's an MLM or a multi-level marketing. So you don't see results right away. You're not going to immediately get a check in the bank for 400 bucks, anything. But it costs you money to, to be in business, right? You got to buy supplies, you need to rent rooms, you need fuel. You need all this stuff. And so what we're going to do is we're going to create programs for people to be able to sell essential oil accessories, easy entry, like little mini franchises that people are going to be able to, to use. So that future is coming up really quickly here. And, uh, and we're pretty excited that we're going to be able to help some people and reach out to more.
0: Awesome. Josh, if people want to learn more about that and keep the finger on the pulse of your business or buy some of your products, how can they find you?
1: Yeah, uh, the biggest thing where we're, we're super active on is Facebook. So facebook.com slash Essential Bracelet or just search for Essential Bracelet. You can go to our website, essentialbracelet.com uh, and view all of our products that we have on there. You can see some of our wholesale pricing that we have and you can read some of our blogs, all, the, all of the stuff. If basically, we worked really hard at, uh, at creating our community and stuff. So if you go on and you search Essential Bracelet, you're going to find us popping up all over the place. So click on any link, come visit us. And honestly, like, if you've got a question, anything about it, just give me a call anytime. That 1-800 number goes straight to my cell phone before it goes to the store. So I, I'll pick up when I can and, and uh, answer any questions that you have.
0: If you're in consumer products or you're in business in general, go to essentialbracelet.com. You've got Josh as a business resource. Awesome, man. Josh, you've been so generous with your time today. Thank you for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care, man.
1: Yeah, you too, Rob. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to bidsy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society.